K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a bomb Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Black on Both Sides, where nothing is black and white, where me and King Kunta go head-to-head on some of today's, uh, I guess, political-slash-racial topics. I'm be honest, one half of the host, and to my side, all the way over in L.A., is King Kunta. King Kunta, what's going on, man? First off, I'm going to blow my whistle, and I'm going to throw my flag. Because that, my friend, is not how we introduce people to the podcast dojo. I'm actually not in the dojo. Yes, you are. Not today. Fun fact. No, no. Fun fact. Fun fact. Beyonce is recording this show from his bed. My wife is always telling me that I don't get enough rest and I'm always working on podcasts. So what I did was today I made a, a quick setup from my bedroom. I've been watching football, even though we're not supposed to as black people. But the black half of me wasn't watching football. It was only the white half. And so I watched football all day from bed. I got my microphone set up and I'm watching football now. It's uh, uh, the Packers and the Bears about to come on, but I'm not watching it. I'm paying attention to you guys because that's what's most important. As I said before, I was so rudely interrupted. The <laughs> podcast dojo is existential. You could say it exists in perhaps a sixth or seventh or maybe even an eighth dimension. Mm. You don't know what I'm talking about. Well, you know, clearly you're not living right and tithing right. So yeah. I happened on, one, on the, on the uh, Mothership show, No Nonsense show. Shout out. In any <laughs> event, to enter the podcast dojo and they fight to the life because to leave. See what I did there? I did. Um, Cause otherwise we wouldn't have a show, you know, we'd have to bring in new people. It'd be a whole to do. Um, so but you are better than bruised usually when we leave because I do most of the winning. I feel like. How'd that Atlanta team do for you? Be honest. <laughs> I didn't catch that score. They pulled it out. <laughs> we, we didn't pull it out. As a matter of fact, we got down to the, final two or three minutes inside the 10-yard line. We had made five attempts by the end of the game. None of them were completed. Julio Jones was tired in the huddle. Matt Ryan didn't complete a pass out of five. We lost by a couple of points. It was a valiant loss, though, whereas those those Cowboys today. Valiant loss? You taking moral victories here? What are you talking about? Yeah. There's there's W's and L's. What you saying, man? There's There's a long season ahead of us, though. Okay, man. This isn't baseball or basketball. These games kind of matter, but whatever. It was a away game. Was it in division? It was. Oh, imagine that. Um, it was not. I mean, I'm sorry. It was not. I think B. I think B. You don't even know. I think no, it was. It was the Eagles. They're not in our division. They're in our conference. They're not in our division. Mm. Fair, fair, but still a uh, a conference loss. It's not good for anybody. But let's uh. Let's keep it moving. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Nike sales are up 31% thanks to its uh, recent uh, Just Do It campaign featuring one Mr. Colin Kaepernick. That's awesome. It is awesome. Um, you know what's not awesome? Hell tips? Yeah, punch those fuckers in the face <laughs> on site. <laughs> Uh, so, did, did you do you know that there was the U.S. Open was going on? I was not aware. And we're talking about tennis or golf? Tennis. Okay. So Serena 
uh, was in the finals, and um, there was an incident. Another one? Incident in which uh, she got into it with a judge, and it wasn't pretty. Uh, she just... Meltdown's not the right word. I would just say she, she let somebody get under her skin. She got a little beside herself. And um, the the major media is spinning it as she had a meltdown. And the thing about the U.S. Open is that it was a, it was a final between Serena and uh, another person of African descent. Uh, the media is going to tell you that this is a woman is of Japanese descent, but she's only 50% Japanese. The other half is Haitian. And uh, she won um, while Serena was having this meltdown. You know that tennis is kind of a sport to where if you get knocked out of your game, you know, there's no reset. There's no real timeouts. It's kind of a big deal. Right. So Serena got knocked out of her game, and she was not able to defeat uh, – this very young player whose name I am struggling to remember. This is the Haitian Japanese person? Yeah. Can I ask you a question before you go further? Shoot. You mentioned you mentioned something saying that um, the media is going to tell you that she's Japanese. Well, how did you know she's not just Japanese? If oh, because she's been got people you. straight before. She, she, but I mean, the media didn't tell you after that. After winning this, she's done got people straight that she got a whole ass fifty percent side of her that is Haitian. But you know, but the but the mainstream media uh, zoomed in on the fact that she was she was Japanese, and I don't and I don't know why they chose to do that. Her na- her last name is Osaka. That could be a reason. She does, Naomi Osaka is the year 2018 U.S. Uh, women's uh, op, oh, U.S. Open women's champion. Uh, she's a brown woman, eight okay. features, big fro, and uh, she's half Japanese, half Haitian, and she identifies as half Japanese, half Haitian. But as soon as she won, everything on Sports Center and ESPN was first Japanese winner in history. Right. What? Wait, what? That's, that's, this is like Tiger saying he's not black. He's biracial or some shit like that. And, and it's just shocking to me. It's astonishing. I wish you, I don't know if you have your phone nearby. If you look at Naomi Osaka, she don't look Japanese. Yeah, she does. She looks like, have you seen she looks the, Samoan. With the, with the hair out? Well, not with the hair out. With the I'm hair out. out. That's, that's a fro. That's a lion's fro. And the great thing about it is that even though Serena got into this whole ass altercation with the judge about did she take a, a legal break in which she got illegal coaching, I mean, it got ugly. She says, you need to apologize to me. I didn't get any coaching. I would rather – I have never cheated my entire career. This is on a, right. a live mic during the match. I would right. rather lose. And you got the crowd clapping. You go, girl. But okay, so we have to we have to pay attention to all the stuff that's going on in her life because uh, I think that she honestly has the right to go off on some of these bitches because not too long ago, remember they um, banned her from wearing her outfit, the Black Panther outfit. Post, you know, the French Open has never really had any strict dress code that I'm familiar with. 
The only, no, the only tournament I know with a strict dress code is Wimbledon. It must be Wimbledon, white. Yeah. Yeah. I remember well, I don't know. show up at any of these things wearing a, wearing a bandana. And got in the beginning, play. in the beginning, it was all white pretty much everywhere. I, I think Andre Agassi, if I'm not mistaken, was the first person who kind of like turned it upside down and started wearing like the Nike stuff with the checks and the headbands and the weird colors and the black. Nobody wore black until Agassi did it, I think. I may be wrong, but I, I think. pretty hard with Andre Agassi, so maybe he did do that. But, but that's a lot of years ago, and it's been black since. Yeah. So my, my, but my point is, so this is going on. She gets distracted. She lets the referee get under her skin, and so she can't play very well. And so she loses a straight straight sets, which in women's mat, women's tennis, that's just two sets. So when when Naomi Osaka, who looks black as fuck, wins, what does Queen Serena do? She does a thing that we should always do. Whenever, I'm always rooting for who's black. When both of them is black, we both win. So when she won, she's crying. She can't talk to nobody because Serena's her hero. Long story, a uh, little known fact. When Serena first competed in the U.S. Open, Osaka was like a few months old. So, oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Serena is like hugging her, saying, you go, girl. Congratulations. She, in other words, she was able to compartmentalize the bullshit and recognize that, you know, in, in avenues like this, when a black person wins, we all win. Right. Particularly in a sport like tennis. And so that was very good to see. But in the mainstream media, they're talking about Serena having a meltdown. They're calling uh, Osaka, the saying she's Japanese, completely ignoring the fact that she's half Haitian, a whole ass 50% right. Haitian, and self-identifies right. as Haitian-Japanese. And so it's just more, more, more of the usual shit, you know, more of the of the spin on whenever a black woman speaks her mind, she's out of control. And I don't, I don't think it's just that. I think that the one wins, it's not black. You try to find a way to minimize it in some way. So no, let's just call her Japanese. That's what. That's what. I don't think it's just that though, Kunta. I think that there's a a overtly dominating thing. Okay, so for Serena is. Arguably one of the greatest athletes ever. No, there is no argument. There's no argument. She is. So the idea. Good argument. She may be the greatest American athlete of all time. Right. She's up there. She's in the Michael Jordans and like she's in that. Michael Jordan won a ring pregnant. (laughs) Right. So. She won all. Because of that, though, there's a threatening. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, this is, you know, this is one of those occasions where we where we agree. I mean, it's just it's stunning to me how no matter no matter what she does on the stage. No matter what, no matter the wins, no matter what she does, they're still looking for reasons to make her less than what she is. And I, right. I, I hate that. And Naomi Osaka. Great win. Don't make her less than what she is. Let her tell you what she is. Right. Don't run a headline and say the first Japanese, the first open title for Japan. No, let her tell you that. Why don't you ask her what she is, what she associates with? And if she play, represented Japan in the Olympics, still let her tell you what she what she believes her ethnicity is. Because when you see her, and I'll put I'll put this picture in the Slack room, um, with the fro out, you be oh oh no that's. Man, I know. Yeah, I know. I know a girl just like that. Yeah. She got it up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, she maybe she's maybe she's Thai. 
No, but when she's got the fro out, you can tell. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no, <laughs> it don't take a whole day to recognize sunshine. She got the, she got a big fro, big. Right. Um, tap hat on real quick. Actually, fuck that bro tap hat on real quick. One day I'll tell you all about the African influence of Japan and why a lot of them do have fro's and coarse hair. But today is not the day for that. Put a pin in it. Um, so that was in the U.S. Open. That was that that ran me hot. You know, I'm sure Serena slept unbothered that right. uh, the other night, recognizing that even when she loses, she's like, you're not going to like this, but it is what it is. She's like Beyonce at this point. Even when she doesn't get the award, the person that got the award wants to give her back the award. Remember when Adele won that award and she was like, oh, everybody, Beyonce, you know, same thing. Yeah. Naomi's like, I know I won, but, you know, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. And I'm just so happy to be. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, goats, goats are goats for right. period. Um, so, so that happened on tennis. And if anyone gives a damn, I don't. Dokovic won the men's today, but I don't really watch tennis anymore like that. Uh, after Agassi retired, wouldn't really nobody, you know, step in the void there. Thought James Blake or Steve Blake might do it, but he was, he didn't really win much. No, nah, Nadal is a beast. Uh, He's a beast. He, well, if he could have stayed healthy, but he always is dealing with back issues. I think that he's going to go down as one of the best tennis players ever, though. So, well, yeah, behind uh, what's his face, Federer. Yeah, but yeah, but he, you know, he never really was able. To, we never really got to see him at his best because he always had, he always has, or had nagging injuries with the back, which is kind of hard to play tennis. Yeah. Back is jacked. Uh, Believe it or not, I was a competitive tennis player in high school. I actually did well. That doesn't surprise me in the least, to be honest. I was on the team. I bet you were. Did you? Were you also on the golf team? I was not. What about water polo? Didn't have that. Yeah, if they had it, you would have considered it, though, right? No. You can swim, can you? I can. Exactly. I'm half white. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great segue into some black shit. Okay. So, we can't, you know, we, did you know, be honest, that literally, literally, you could be in your house, minding your own damn business, and get shot and killed by somebody that, that you scared by being there. Go on. So, (sighs) I'm not happy about this. Racism? Shape or form. Um, So in Dallas, a black man was shot and killed in his own apartment by an off-duty police officer who claims that she was mistaken that it was her apartment and thought he was an intruder. What? How, How does she get in? A black man was shot and killed in his apartment by a white female off-duty police officer. And her excuse is she thought it was her apartment. How did she get in? I don't know. So the the gentleman's name is Botham Shim John. He was a businessman. He was about 26. He was, you know, 
Jesus, I don't even want to say this, but I will. He's very professional looking, clean cut, young businessman, young lion. He's the poster child of what you would think, quote unquote, the good Negroes are supposed to look like. The the woman that shot him, Amber Geiger, uh, has been seen with people on uh, pictures recently with one that's supposed to be her mom wearing an All Lives Matter shirt, which is code for Fuck Black Lives. No, it's not. No, it's not. Go ahead. Um, then she's also in another picture with her mom and another dude who's showing what is appears to be a white power hand signal. What does the white power hand signal look like? It's an upside down P and looks like a W. Who who is a hand signal? Yeah. Get the fuck out. They have a signal. I'll send this to you. <laughs> um, long story short, uh, was there did did, did the uh, Dallas uh, Police Department issue a warrant for her arrest? Yes. Nah. She's cooperative. No reason to go get her. She's not. Wow. I don't get it. To be honest. This nope. sitting in his own apartment. Someone comes in, shoots him. Oh, oh shit. Sorry, I thought this was my apartment. Whoopsie scroodles. He's probably dead. Yep, he's dead. I don't understand. Yeah, this makes no sense. I've heard a theory that perhaps there was a relationship, but I haven't seen anything on that, and I can't confirm that theory. That was just some shit I saw on Instagram. I don't know that part. But they live in the same complex? He's sitting right now. At home, not in jail. That's what I do now. Right. What world do we live in when you can go into somebody's house, shoot and kill them, call 911 and say, oh, my bad, I thought it was my house. I need to know the the proximity of their places. I need to know, like... How does that matter, be honest? She went into a, to an apartment and killed somebody. And then- well, the reason why I'm asking is because that would determine whether this should be the death penalty or not. Like, I, she's, she's guilty and should be charged and convicted... She's a police of, officer. ...of homicide. But maybe manslaughter if there's, you know, like, their knees, like... A police officer to get where the fuck they live? Okay. Exactly. Okay. I don't have any more details for you because I'm gonna be honest. Um, it's a, it's when disgusting. I saw this story, I just couldn't. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to read more about it. Yeah, it's disgusting. I'm just. I just. You know, it's like again. And you look at this at the at the at the gentleman that was killed. Uh, business, clean cut, well dressed, right. starting his own businesses. Right. The good Negro. In his own home. I'm hoping, this sounds terrible, I'm hoping they were fucking. I'm hoping that there is some other tie as to why this happened other than, oh, nigga in my house, pop pop. Hmm. Hey, wait, that's not my phone. This is not my rug. Oh, I've gone on it. <laughs> and I'll tell you. It's not funny, but it is. Man. So this Negro broke into my house, changed the locks, and put up pictures of himself. Diabolical. In Texas, do you have the ability to shoot someone even if you're not being threatened? Stand your ground. I don't think Texas has an equivalent 
of stand your ground. I could be wrong. I don't really know. I'm just guessing. But uh, but that that wouldn't be. You can't stand your ground in somebody else's house. Exactly. Well, I'm saying even if if for some reason she was drunk or who the fuck knows whatever He's her excuse for. Officer. She should know where her house is, where her living yeah. is, her her living space is. Right. This is completely inexcusable. The only possible excuse that makes this not completely illogical is that they had some sort of relationship and this is some kind of a crime of passion. That's it. Right. This is a death penalty case to me. Well, she's sitting at home free. This is a death penalty case to me. And that's why I'm, I'm trying to see whether or not it should be a death penalty case. She's, I apologize. She should go to jail. I've done more research on this, but to be quite honest, this just sickened me. And yeah, I- no, it is disgusting. I agree. Well, and it does I'm matter. Not, I'm not seeing any corroborating evidence, any mitigating evidence so far. I guess we'll have to come out whenever the prosecutor gets around to looking at this thing. It won't. And it definitely does matter. I know you said you hate to say this, but it definitely does matter that he was a clean cut businessman and not some dude who just, you know, is out here living life. It To me, it absolutely matters because this is the time when we're able to clearly just throw it in their face that, hey, this is this is the guy y'all want black people to be and you're still killing him. So it does matter. It's very important that he was that guy. I'm just I'm just tired, man. I'm just I'm just seriously tired. I'm tired of 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 seeing this. I'm tired of explaining this. I'm tired of rationalizing and I'm tired of trying to figure out, well, what if this? Well, maybe she thought that. Well, was his door locked? Maybe his door wasn't locked. All, this, this is crazy. This right. simply doesn't happen in other countries. Yeah, this happens everywhere. Not and like this. Yeah, not, 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 okay, let me rephrase. I think that there's a, the proliferation of guns and expectation with guns are also part of it. I think that um, this idea that you know, as you said earlier, stand your ground. If it was a stand your ground state, it wouldn't matter if she was a police officer or not. Another thing right. about Texas is that it's a it's an open carry state. So she didn't have to be a police officer to have a gun. It could right. be any jabroni that walked in. Matter of fact, it's, it's even it's just more egregious that she was a police officer. This could right. easily not have been. And we still have the same problem. And so I want to say this doesn't happen other places. I think our, our love affair with this gun culture and all the complexity and problems it brings, no, that doesn't exist in other cultures. Okay, uh, agree. So, you know, the fact that she's a police officer makes it even worse she went and shot someone. Any jabroni in Texas can have an open carry. Open, a six-shooter on your hip, and a right. assault rifle on your back. So I think it's hilarious you keep saying jabroni, by the way. That's hilarious. Well, I, I you know, <laughs> do love myself some WW. F, not E, attitude error. So, <laughs> hey, yo, couple of jabronis. Anyway, uh, so that's just frustrating to me. And, you know, I, I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. Is it racist? I don't know. Me either. I don't know. I hope they had some sort of interaction or relationship to explain this. Otherwise, it just, it makes, I mean, I can't wrap my head around it otherwise. So I will follow up with you listeners on this story as it progresses. I'm not ready to say it's racism yet because it may be something else. 
I'm not going to say racism at all. I it there would need to be proof that it was not. Where I'm not trying to prove that it isn't. I don't think that it is. It needs there needs to be proof that there is. There's a link here that we're missing. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, even even the white woman is not just going to start up to shooting, shooting, shoot niggas for no reason. Even white women don't just do that. A person in fear. I'm going to walk that back. Actually, most white women don't just shoot for no reason. Right. Go with that one. I don't want to go down this road. It's we record on Sundays. I'm having a fairly decent Sunday. Can we talk about something happy real quick? Sure. You know, sometimes out of tragedy comes beautiful things. Did you know that? Be honest. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes out of tragedy comes very beautiful things. For instance, I have an example. What about when Jay Smooth quit No Nonsense Show and we got French Reggie? (laughs) <laughs> Again, listeners, if you don't know what that is, I've said it enough times on the show. I'm not, I'm not going to, I can't keep repeating myself, but I will. Rare Sonance is a network. I don't know how you came to Black on Both Sides, but I'm glad you're here. But we're part of the Rare Sonance uh, network. There are other shows. There are other hosts. There are other people. And do yourself a solid. Go to rarsonance.com and check out the other shows. You got the No Nonsense Show, which is the mothership, Music Love Life. BTG for president, and many more. Do yourself a favor, find out who these people are. Um, but you're right. That was a good thing, to be honest, when when um, Jay Smooth um, decided he needed a break, and we got French Reggie, the OG French, OG French Reggie. And that's a segue because the guy I'm talking about, I prefer the OG, this guy. So be honest, you remember um, a few months ago, when one of your light-skinned brethren was slaughtered by uh, Pusha T. <laughs> yeah, I think I recall. I remember how, you know, Jay Prince, always respect on his name, Jay Prince decided to, to stop the, the nonsense and squash the beef on behalf of, of Drake and Pusha T. Remember that? Uh, I don't know if he did it on behalf of Drake and Pusha T as much as he did it on the on the benefit of no one losing their life or families getting ruined. I think was the exact quote. Whew, I'm glad you went that way. I didn't know what she was going to say. I was going to say I was going to do that thing I do again. Say the views and opinions of Beyonce do not represent those of Black on both sides. Sorry, <laughs> friends. Um, but in any event, yeah, sure. Uh, so. <laughs> So after that, you know, we thought, you know, I thought, and you did for for a, for a half a minute that old Aubrey might be done, but you know, it, then came Kiki, and now you know he's back. But the thing about it is that Aubrey Graham learns things. He learns from his experiences. So that's a problem. Everybody doesn't learn from their experiences. Aubrey was on the other side of a beef that didn't go well. He was sad. He was upset. First he was upset. Then he was sad. Then he was scared. Then he was frightened. Then he was okay. It caused him to have a new appreciation for what it means to be on the side of a losing beef. Do you know where I'm going, to be honest? I don't. Just last night, I want you to take three guesses on who Mr. Aubrey Graham invited to the stage. Push your tea. Uh, no, you can't, you know. That's not a good guess? Can't, can't fix that one. Push him in what he said. Mm. Skip ahead. You're not going to know. So he brought down. Meek Mill. 
Meek Mill. Exactly. Philly's on Meek Mill. Wow. You should see. You got to Google this. They shook hands. They bro hugged. And I got to tell you, be honest. The bro hug that Aubrey Graham gave Meek Mill. You know how you light skinned guys get when you're really happy about something? It's the cheeks <laughs> and you turn colors a little bit. Right. Turn red. I felt that he did that. When he hugged Meek Mill, it was like the, the cheeks, he's, he was cheesing and he was a little red. It's like, oh, man, won't he do it? Look at that. Look at the look at the Lord working. He'll work if you let him. If you get out the way and learn from what he's trying to show you, it'll be all right. I'm, I was that did my soul good to see. I would generally say that all light skinned people, but most importantly, mixed light skinned people, we're very good people. We love each other and we want to hug and we're sentimental and we're not scared to show our emotions and our feelings. Yes, he t- he walked a mile in Meek Mill's Tim's and he's like, you know what? I get it. Right. Get it. And I get you getting me getting it, and I'm glad that we're here. Now, bottle that feel good. Hold it close. <laughs> because his other YMC B, Young Money Cash Money, YM Young Money Cash Money, YMCM label me said, fuck all that. Did you hear? Have you heard about Nicki yeah. Minaj and Cardi B? Yeah, I heard. What happened, man? Who hit who? How do you throw a shoe and you got a knot on your head? Can you explain this to me? Mm-mm. I can't explain it. I just know that the video I saw had Nicki Minaj almost invisible behind a wall of muscles and Cardi B riffing and beefing and spitting and yelling and looking ghetto and she- throwing her clothes. We've all seen her naked. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, we've seen both of them make it, so I guess this doesn't really mean anything. So right. Cardi B allegedly threw shoes. Okay. Who put that knot on Cardi B's head? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I hope it wasn't security. I hope it was Nikki. You, you, have you seen a picture of the knot? I haven't seen the picture of the knot, but I've heard about it. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, you know, as they would say in boxing term terminology, it's a mouse. She had a mouse over her eye. Right. And I don't know how that happened. I was hoping that Nicki Minaj had done it, but I see nothing about Nicki fighting and everything about Cardi B throwing shoes and acting as one would expect Cardi B to act. Right. Her, or however she did, I can't do that because, you know, I'm straight. Uh, but that was, do we need this? Do whoa, 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 whoa. What was that you just did? <laughs> I can't do it again. I tried. <laughs> What the fuck? Try it one more time, please. No, man. I felt a little something weird. I felt a weird tug at one of my right <laughs> boys, so I don't think I should do that again. Please just try it once again. The mm-hmm. listeners would love it if you would. Occur. Oh, see? Can't roll it off. Can't roll it off, man. See now? See? See? See now? I feel weird. Now my boys feel all weird. I don't. I don't know. I gotta go. We'll look at some. I gotta pull up some 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 porn or something. I don't feel oh right. I feel. I, feel <laughs> I don't think I should do that again. Never do it again. I, but I got two at it. I didn't like that. I did not like that. Oh my oh, god! god. Something weird. Anywho, so yeah, so they so do we need or want this? No. Why are they doing this? I don't know. It's ridiculous. Nick, Nikki is in her feelings. She's going to use all the things she has to try to hold opponents down. Right. Of course, Nikki Min- singers have been doing this forever. The established singer 
does things to keep the up and coming singers from getting less spins. R. Kelly is is notorious for doing. R. Kelly may have single handedly torpedoed Joe's career. Joe has a right. career in spite of all the shit R. Kelly did. Right. So this is not news. I think uh, the tweet that Cardi B not, or the message that her along with her ghostwriters wrote writers plural because I don't believe that Cardi B is actually literate. I'm sorry, until I see evidence to the contrary. I just don't believe she can read or write. But in any event, she said something along the lines that she's she's lied on her. She's tried to stop her from getting her bags. Right. It's money, by the way, for all those who didn't know. And, you know, she's told people not to work with her. Yeah, that's 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 what happens in the music industry. That's how they, yeah, yeah, that, that shit right. happens. It's not a love fest. Yeah. Right. No, it's a, I agree, but nobody wants to see. I don't think anybody wants to see this. One of one of your boys, Jamie Mack, is going to lie to you and tell you that Nicki Minaj's album is solid. You should listen to it for yourself and come to your own conclusion. I'm pretty sure you will find it mm, not so solid. So I believe this may be Beginning of a decline for Miss uh, Annika, whatever her last name is. It's an eight menage. Uh, people are tired of her shit. Nobody wants to deal with it. She's trying to start real beef, and she's not a fighter. You know, she's not Meek Mill. Um, so I just, nobody wants this. Nobody needs this. In an age of female empowerment, this is just very, 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 very unfortunate. You know, you can like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B at the same damn time. Well, let me say this. I want, I was fully here for Remy Ma versus Nicki. To me, that seemed like the battle. That seemed like a, a viable beef. But Cardi B is way too new. So it's like silly. Clearly, Drake, Aubrey Graham has not spoken to Nicki about Olive Branches. And I hope that he does. I don't know. I think that as a as a veteran artist, you reinvent yourself by teaming up or at least forming an alliance with the new blood. That's how you do it. That's how you live forever. Well, she's not doing that at all. And this is what happens when you for such a long time have no competition and then you finally get some and you don't know how to act. I don't I so you know, she you're right and they did try to work together. But that just got ugly. Yeah. And so, you know, this is, but, you know, this is, I'm not surprised. She's been a, fuck it. She's been a messy bitch since she was in the game. So why would she stop? Yeah. Oh, well, sit down, Nikki. Yeah. Um, Kodak Black. <laughs> this is I don't know why it's funny you just said his name, but I saw he a video. Off of him. the desk with Kunta just now. Real niggas don't wash their hands after they pee. Be honest, oh, wow. where do you stand on that? Um, depends on what you think a real nigga is. I always wash my hands. I consider myself to be pretty real. Hey, guys. Close the door. Let's get the trust tree. Who knows your junk better than you? Is your junk dirty? Did you pee on your hand? Do you really 
after wash, after every time you touch your junk? I don't know. Mm. Let us know what you think. No, you do. I think the only the only time I don't is at night, like if I'm in bed. Come on, listeners, let us know. Washing your hands every time after you pee? Every time. Every time? Every time. Every time. <laughs> whether you're by yourself, whether you're having guests over, whether you're at work, whether you're about to eat some nachos or fries, every time. Every time? Every time. You wash after you pee every time. Let us know. Is Kodak black and nasty? Is he, is he, is he a nasty Negro? Or is he giving us a really a, a, a workable, feasible, reasonable way of approaching ourselves? But isn't he just doing the opposite of what you're talking about? He's saying that real niggas don't ever wash their hands. You're saying, do people really wash their hands every time? I think there's a happy medium somewhere between every time and never time. I say if you're in a public restroom, which is something exactly. people don't know nothing about, you have a right, a duty, and an obligation to wash your hands no matter what happens in the restroom. Right. Because I would agree with that. You've already touched the door. <laughs> and if once you've touched the door, who knows what people have done and touched the other side of that door? They never right. the door handles. They don't. Uh, other than that, eh, I think it just depends. Depends on, depends on what you've been doing with your junk. Depends on the state of the junk. Depends on the funk of the junk. A lot of different variables. I guess so. Okay, now something else serious. And I apologize. This is the one of the most scattershot uh, black on both sides in quite some time. But yeah, it is uh, the first Sunday of football. Uh, the National Football League, professional football, Colin Kaepernick, remains unsigned. Um, but you know what hasn't stopped without Colin Kaepernick? The kneeling. So today at the Miami game, uh, two players, Kenny Stills and another jabroni whose name I don't know. <laughs> jabroni. <laughs> well, he's not important. Kenny Stills is a starter. This other guy, I don't know if he's even a starter. They both took knees during the national anthem. Those are the only ones I've seen or heard of today so far. So, you know, shouts out to them for continuing to stand for something. Right. In the midst of opposition, who knows how many niggers they get called when they do this? Probably quite right. a bit. Uh, what about what about the uh, owner of the the Lions? He's he's uh, made a public statement that he supported people to make the decision to do that, regardless of the consequences. Uh, Jim Carrey went on Bill Maher and yeah, put his Nikes well, up on the table. Wait, wait, first off, I love me some Jim Carrey, but he may have gone insane quite some time ago. No, I disagree. I think he's he's awakened, and he's just not here for the bullshit anymore. And that mean. seems crazy to people all who right, are. Man, you do that, but remember, Kuntatoya, Jim Carrey may not be all there. Again, as I was trying to explain, a person who's fitting into the matrix would see someone like that as insane. When actually, he's just open to different ideas. He's not closing himself off to. Yeah, until you saw him on Bill Maher. Who, who, by the way, is problematic in his own right. It's because you date black women don't get to meet, doesn't mean you get to use the N-word freely. Um, Everybody uses that word, Kunta. It's just a fucking word, man. Sure. Until that appearance, Bill Maher, he looked like the Unabomber. Tell me that's <laughs> so, normal so what? Okay, man. 
Oh, and good, good, good God Almighty. That's breaking news. <laughs> Won't he do it? No. Our brother was does. down. Now our brother is back up. Congratulations to Cat Williams. K A T T Williams. Cat Williams. Pimpin' Pimpin'. It's Pimpin', it's Pimpin'. He don't want himself an Emmy for a guest from oh. Atlanta. Won't he do it? Look at him. Look at him go. Look at that. Look, look at that go. Look at him go. Now you want to talk about crazy. Mm. You don't got an Emmy. Do you? Do you have an Emmy? Does uh, Jim Carrey? I don't think so. A Living Color didn't get one? Well, he didn't get one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's in the whinings. <laughs> yeah. He's got a new show coming out, though, looking or something. Happy or keeping or keepers or... You know what? I'm not going to let you do this, be honest. We are What's going that? to enjoy Cat Williams. Last time we saw Cat Williams, he was getting choked out by a 13-year-old. You know, went from that to an Emmy. Won't he do it? How- Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're, we're not, I'm not going to let you stomp on Jim Carrey's sanity when, by talking about somebody else who is severely sanity challenged. He's not, in, he's not sanity challenged. He's drug challenged. And so now <laughs> he's got his Emmy. He can buy better drugs and he'll be fine. <laughs> that dude is he's out there. That's that cool. Reggie, that was, and that lie on the Reggie. He, didn't, he, you know, he needs to get back to, you know, you know. No, nah, this is not weed. Cat Williams' problem is not weed. Yeah, now you can afford pure and uncut raw instead of whatever the hell he was on before. No more meth yeah. for Cat Williams. <laughs> I am meth free. Won't he do it? Saints, won't he do it? I was down, but not counted out. I'm back in. Mm-mm. Get that white girl now. Yeah. Um, He's with a white girl? No, he can afford white girl now. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know... Anywho, so I'm I'm just happy, glad, as they would say in in certain in certain parlances, Texas, that my our brother, friend of the show, oh why not? Maybe yes, Cat Williams is uh, back on the up and up, winning an Emmy. I think that um, our listeners, I don't understand. I think our listeners are going to be sad that we didn't talk any politics today. I think they like that. (sighs) We got to give them something. All right, man. So. What this fool do? <laughs> so President Obama has come out and is now openly attacking Trump, as we knew that he would. Uh, it's not hard to do. It's a losing fight. Basically saying that, you know, you shouldn't have to pay people to have a voice in this country, which sounds good. It's not factual, even for, Mr. for President Obama, but it sounds good. People love it. Gets them going, but it's not factual at all. Um, essentially saying that, you know, somebody needs to check. You know, the only way to check what's going on is by voting. And that gets me to the really big ticket item in the news, which has been the uh, New York Times op-ed piece. That's uh, in which an anonymous person submitted an article in which they declared themselves a member of the Trump administration's cabinet. Right. And they said that they they wanted to uh, let it be known that there are people working in resistance to Donald Trump behind the scenes in his own cabinet and that they are, in effect, uh, disavowing or disregarding certain 
directive and orders. They're taking things off his desk. They are essentially undermining whatever he wants to do on certain issues. And they wrote this in an effort to try to make somehow the American people feel better about what's going on. When we I do see uh, a crazy person with the most important job in the country. I feel better. Be honest, there's. So you don't. You're telling me you don't think it's possible that people are intentionally making this shit show more of a shit show? No, they were saying they were doing the opposite. They're, the shit show you see is the ten percent they can't control. In other words, there'd be more of a shit show if they weren't working on the other major percentage of what he wants to do, which changes by the second. Oh, I don't agree. So here's my problem. Mr. Anonymous op-ed writer, or Mrs. Anonymous op-ed writer, you're not a fucking hero. We have a procedure in this country for removing a sitting president when members of his staff believe he is unfit to serve. It's the 25th Amendment. There are removal procedures. By the way, this wannabe hero mentioned that they had thought about the 25th Amendment but decided not to do it. Either he's fit or he's unfit. If you believe he's unfit, why don't you have, why don't you show some respect to your country and not your president and your party and remove him? Nah, come on, man. You know that don't work like that. You got to be right, right. You got to be more, you got to be right with all capital letters to invoke the 25th. Read the op-ed, be honest. Let's pick this up next week. They're saying they're right, right. No, but what I'm saying is, though, is when you're doing something like that, you have to be, there a person like Trump, desk, man. a person like Trump who has the ability to spin everything, you have to be more than right, right. They're taking shit off his desk. Yeah. He shouldn't see this. Yeah. Obviously, Trump took this very well. That's me being sarcastic. He's lost his shit. He's now interrogating everybody. Uh, so the big news is who wrote it. Um, there's a possibility it may have been Vice President Pence, which would display a level of intelligence I thought was beyond him. Right. There's a word used in the op-ed piece that he's very fond of. It's called Lodestar. It's not a, a word you hear a lot of, and Pence likes it a lot, and Pence recently used it last time he said anything public. So who knows who wrote it? But the walls are closing in on 45, and uh, Elizabeth Warren who's running for the Senate seat in Massachusetts and is, a, is an incumbent and is all likelihood probably on the final list of people that would run for the Democratic Party is now openly campaigning for the 25th Amendment to be used. So Cory Booker will probably be joining that bandwagon shortly. Uh, and so you're going to start hearing a lot of, I believe, people requesting the 25th Amendment. So in addition to, in addition to Mueller and what he's doing, now you've got calls to invoke the 25th Amendment. This is not good for any president. This is very bad. Mm. This is uh, undocumented waters. We haven't been in this area anymore. We have, we, we've never been in this area with a, with a sitting president. What do you mean? Where you've had people openly calling for the 25th Amendment. Oh, not yeah. Not because yeah. he's done something wrong specifically, but because they're saying he's wholly unfit for the job. Right. <laughs> That's with, true. With Clinton, it was Lewinsky. With Nixon, it was the uh, bugging of the Democratic Convention. With Trump, we thought it was Russia, but now you've got even people in his own cabinet 
anonymously saying that he's unfit for the job and that they're actively working against him inside of his own cabinet. But that's why I don't think it's going to happen. Following this treason, personally, I think uh, conspiring with the Russians to win, a jo- win the president of the United States is treason. So we'll see whose treason is more treasony, I suppose. I don't think that's treason. And I don't think that he's going to get impeached. For, for what Clinton did to get impeached, this guy has oddly done way, has done far greater things and awful things in comparison. And really he's still sitting there. You know, he didn't make it through the Senate. It's kind of like how how uh, Madara, Uchia, Kathy, Eternal, Benjikao, Sharagon, and then the Renegan, but he couldn't fully resurrect himself because he was already right. dead. See what I did there? Just, I have no idea what you're talking about. Bill Clinton's impeachment wasn't complete because it only made it through the House, not the Senate. Right. And... Uh, I forgot what happened to Nixon, but he resigned or something. And then he, he did. He was pardoned by Ford. So it's happening, to be honest. This is going to be an, an ugly end. Let's hope the world is still spinning when it comes to this, when his, when his uh, run comes to an end. Trump 2020. The views and opinions, to be honest, do not represent those of the rare. Actually, they do, but not black on both sides. Well, you any more racism? I don't have any racism, actually. Racist things aren't happening anymore. We're post-racial. I'm going to sit in my house and hope no one mistakes it for their own and comes in and shoots me. Me as well. I'm a little light skinned though, so maybe they. I don't if if it were racism. I don't. I don't know if this one was though. This might just be a crazy bitch. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. There has to be some other tie that we don't know. Yeah. Because this is just, it's, this is, this can't be, it's not even a semblance of civilization if this is, if this happens. This can't be, oh shit, not my house. No, no. Yeah. In any event, we'll find out as uh, more information comes out. And you know what, King Kota? that? I don't think people want to be heard because no one since you've made the promise, other than the first couple of people, have given us a five-star review on iTunes. That hurts my heart. Makes me sad. But what Bia is talking about, if you like this show and you're thinking to yourself, how could I help the show with as minimal effort as possible? And you just get, drop us a five-star review. Two words, good show, bad show, watch show, listen show, show, just five stars and say whatever you want to say and I'll read it. Don't care what it says. It can say white power. I'd read it. (laughs) It could. It's up to you. This is a chance to have your voice heard for the low, low cost of nothing but a five-star review. What's a five-star review do? Well, it gets us a... pushed up lists like on the Apple uh, Apple podcast it's how people come and find the show when we get pushed up lists and in addition to that we also ask for you to share the show share with your friends share with your coworkers. don't share with your boss eh maybe I don't know it's up to you be wise um, also for the low low price of less than a venti size of your favorite beverage at Starbucks you could really help us out by Donating four ninety nine a month to the Rare Science Network. In return, you get access to 
literally, literally hundreds of episodes of content, a variety of different shows, some comedy, some business, some philosophy. There are so many shows already in the can. I've already talked about a few of them. The Mothership, No Nonsense Show, A Music Love Life, uh, BTG for President. Giannis also had a very, very uh, informational music industry show called The 9010 Rule. There's so much Ari in the can that you'd have access to. In addition, all your favorite personalities, except for Jay Smooth, have premium shows. That's right. We have our own personal blogs where we talk about what's eating us, what's interesting to us at the time. I recently, in Kuntas Chronicles, dropped my own uh, premium on what else? The new Nike campaign, Colin Kaepernick. People burning Nikes. What does it mean? Can I can I say, King Kunta, that I was very impressed with your last premium? I appreciate it. I was very upset about the hotep that will never allow us to progress. We can't outsmart ourselves. We can never let perfect be the enemy of the good. Good is good. Perfect is better. It's always strive for perfection. But that's not let's let's not let perfection destroy good. Right. I'm glad Nike supports Kaepernick. Even though Nike sales are up 31% and they're laughing straight to the bank. Or maybe not. Maybe they're up 31% and they're glad they did it. I recognize Nike has very problematic labor practices. Right. That's how they got to be who they are. Perhaps they're going to change. They're going to turn a corner. Don't know. Nope. But in the meanwhile, this is what we all asked for. For our views, our concerns, the things that affect people of color to have a platform. And at least Nike's done that. And for that, I say, you know, kudos to Nike for taking that risk because it was a risk. And And listeners, you would have gotten to hear this. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if if you'd rather uh, and one. No. If you'd rather Starberry be the official sponsor of Kaepernick, well, you know, that's great. It's helping a black business, but that's not going to get the message out. So for all those people who want perfection and only the way they know it to see it, a heartfelt, fuck you. Let us have nice things. Well, nonetheless, though, listeners, you would have gotten a chance to hear that in long form if you were a premium subscriber. So if you have the opportunity, go to rarsonance.com. That's R-A-R-E-S-O-N-A-N-C-E dot com slash register, and you'll have all the details of how to get it done. Other than that, though, thank you for tuning in to Black on Both Sides, where nothing is black and white.